Ask a VC by Ryan Floyd. Thoughts on venture capital and growing your SaaS startup. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Floyd. I'm a managing director at Storm Ventures. We're an early stage B2B focused venture fund. Welcome to the new episode of my podcast series, Ask a VC, where I give advice to you to help you grow your SaaS business. Similar, I'd be sharing with you if I was an investor or advisor on the board of your company. I originally recorded most of these episodes as videos, which you can see on my YouTube channel, Ask a VC. So as a result, please excuse any visual references in the podcast, though I don't think there are many. I hope you enjoy. All right, so today we're going to talk about how to deal with acquisition interest. I get this question all the time. Oh, Ryan, I've got some, you know, company X has called me and they want to get together and they're interested in acquiring my business. And it's a tricky question to answer and and it's a tricky situation to deal with. So I'm going to walk you through how I would think about it and how 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 to really put together a meeting in the right sort of way. So first of all, in terms of acquisition interest, let's define first what an acquirer is because it can be a lot of different things. It could be a public company, might even be a competitor. Could be a private company that might be a competitor. Uh, it could be a private equity firm that wants to buy a majority interest in your business. And the important thing here is whatever the case is, an acquirer really, in my mind, is defined by somebody that takes over uh, the business in a way that you now really have a new, a new boss. So let's now walk through how to really kind of think about it. My first piece of advice to most entrepreneurs uh, when they get into this situation is really to take the meeting. Take the meeting. Um, You might think, ah, it's not worth my time. I'm not interested in selling today. Fair enough, but you can learn. This is the key. At some point, you're probably going to be interested in selling the business or at least know what that option is available to you. And the only way to become somewhat adept at sort of understanding uh, how it works and how these investors think or how these acquiring companies think is to get some practice like anything in life. So my advice is if you have a legitimate uh, acquirer or someone that's interested in acquiring the business, take the meeting. Now that does not mean that you take a meeting with, with anybody that says, you know, hey, I'd like to buy your, buy your business. It needs to be somewhat qualified. Ideally, it's with the CEO or it's with a senior partner at the firm because one of the objectives beyond learning is building a relationship. What you'll find is that very rarely are these acquisitions purely transactional. Yes, they happen, and there's some deals that happen that are purely transactional. But more often than not, they're based on some kind of a relationship uh, that the acquiring entity has with the founder. And when I say relationship, I don't mean they played golf together. I don't mean because luck of circumstance you went to college together. I don't mean because you're next door neighbors. What I mean is that there's some professional respect there's some relationship that's been built over time where they've gotten to know you and you've gotten to know them. And that trust and respect builds a foundation for any potential acquisition. And that takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. So my advice again is going back is take that meeting because it's really the first step on that journey. All right, the second piece of advice I'd give you is don't burn your exec's time in this meeting, either with analysis or actually going in to meet. Why? Well, it's really a first meeting. It's not something you need to bring the whole executive team to just because you think there might be acquisition interest. You, maybe your founder, maybe your CFO, maybe 
uh, someone you know on your team that's you know in sales. Uh, another, you, it's okay to bring another trusted uh, exec with you, but it's not a road trip for the whole exec team. Not only is it going to burn and waste likely a lot of their time, uh, it also very well may send the wrong message to the team if you're not actually really serious about selling. And sometimes you don't know if you're serious about selling until you actually know where an offer may come in. All right, so this, the third thing I'd say is do some homework. I mean, look, it's not every day, probably, that someone's going to be interested in buying the business. Uh, uh, so when you have this meeting, do a little bit of homework. Figure out, has this investor made similar sorts of investments in the past? Has the acquiring company done acquisitions in the past of the same scale or maybe much larger scale? Because it'll help you understand what are the best questions to ask that person when you're sitting across from them. I'm amazed at how often people show up to meetings completely unprepared. They haven't thought through uh, what the acquirer might be interested in. They haven't thought through what the investor uh, where their interest lies. Maybe they have a whole set of portfolio companies that are very relevant to what you do, or maybe they had a company that didn't work out. It's important information for you to know to go in there to be able to address some of those concerns. It's a big opportunity for you to ask questions because selling often isn't about just talking and telling everybody about your business. Selling often is asking the right questions and showing the person on the other side that you are knowledgeable and know what you're talking about and have a sense of where their business ought to go relative to yours. So the next thing I tell you is you have to go into this meeting with some intent to know whether or not you're truly interested in selling your business. And I know what you're thinking. Ah, oh, I don't know what the price is. I don't know whether they're really interested. That's okay. You don't have to make a decision to sell in the meeting but the reason it's important to go in with intent is that it changes the dynamic in terms of perhaps what you should be prepared to do and how you should explain things. The reality is any business, once it gets to 15, 20 million, if you're growing and you're in an exciting space, you're going to get acquisition interest. I mean, there literally probably is not a company that's gone public that has not gotten multiple offers along the way. It just happens. You've built something exciting and other people see it. So the reason around intent's important is because it defines kind of what your homework assignment is going into that meeting. And if you truly do want to sell, you need to think through why your business is important to the potential acquirer or investor. And the reason I put it in those terms is that it's counterintuitive. These buyers are not interested really in your business. They're not interested in your customers. They're not interested necessarily in your product. What I mean by that, what they're interested in is they're interested in what you can do for their customers. They're interested in what you can do for their product. They're interested in how you can increase their revenue because they're, they're, they're buying, right? So they're not going to be nearly as enthralled with all of the detail around your business because that's not as important as what it can do to move their business forward because that's what they're interested in. So what you need to do, your homework assignment going in, if your intent is to really investigate a sale, is to really think through how do you make that acquirer's business so much more successful by pulling you into the fold. And that's the key in terms of intent going in. If you're not interested in selling and it's really just exploratory, then that homework assignment isn't as important and maybe you don't need to make that case. But if you do wanna sell, that's absolutely critical. 
All right, so the next question I usually get asked is, oh, now Ryan, I got this first meeting. How much information should I share? <laughs> I don't want to share all my customer information and all my revenue and all my details. Of course not. You don't need to share all that information, certainly not in a first meeting, probably not even a second. So the answer to that question about how much information you need to share, the answer is exactly the amount that gets them excited about the business. And what I mean by that is, you need to get people excited about taking a second meeting. You don't need to tell them all of the details of your business. It's not relevant to a first meeting. So think through what is gonna get this acquirer or this investor really interested in what you're doing. The typical thing most people fall back on, of course, is revenue. My revenue growth is X, my total revenue is Y, my number of customers is Z. These are all great high-level metrics, and they're things you probably to fall back on. But if you're concerned, let's say, about giving revenue numbers, well then say, I have 100, 200, 3,000 customers. If you're concerned about customers, you can say, I have this much revenue. If you're concerned about sharing particular customer names, don't. I tell you the most sensitive thing I have found over the years is customer detail. There should be no reason in a first meeting, in my opinion, to share any detailed customer information that's not already public. If an acquirer or an investor that owns a, especially a competitor, or you think the information may get out, there's really no reason to be sharing any sort of detailed customer information, because that can come out later in a subsequent meeting, uh, you know, down, down the line once you've either decided to sell or you haven't decided to sell, or you've gotten to a point where you know, it, it, it makes sense to go further at the very least. What you don't want to do is share a ton of information and spill your guts and tell them everything about the business for them only to come back to you and say, ah, we're just kidding, we don't think the market's big enough. Or, oh, hey, you know, Ryan, we love what you're doing, but we're gonna go a different direction. You could have figured that out in the first 30 seconds of the meeting, right? So think about just enough information to get them excited about what you're doing to get you to that next meeting and no more, and really keeping sensitive information like customer data, specific customers, out of the conversation. Okay, so I hope this is uh, giving you a little bit of help in thinking through this whole question of how to deal with acquisition interest. I know it's an incredibly unnerving thing to think about because you've put so much effort into your business and you don't wanna screw up this meeting, you don't wanna talk about something you shouldn't, uh, you don't wanna share more than you should. So just to review, think about first and foremost, the relationships. Relationships matter and while transactions happen, relationships, really the great deals that happen they happen because of relationships and they're professional relationships that are built over time. So really think about that and that's why you should take that first meeting because it's gonna allow you to learn and really start to build the relationship. Remember too, you don't have to share everything. Share just enough to get them excited about what it is uh, that you're doing and really look at it from their point of view and realize that they're not interested in your business per se, they're interested in their business and what you can do to increase the value of their business. Thanks for listening. If you found it interesting, please subscribe. If you like it, make sure to share it with your friends. If you've got a suggestion for a topic for this podcast or even a video series, then tweet me. My handle's easy. It's Ryan Floyd, all one word. Or send me an email or even leave a comment on my YouTube channel. All right, until next time, thanks. Be safe. Thank you for listening. Visit youtube.com, ask a VC for a video version of this podcast.